Okay, so let's um, let's let's pray together. Thank you, God, that we're able to be here, uh, one family together. Thank you that you teach us through your word by your spirit. Help us to hear you speak today in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to talk about how sometimes we can all make excuses. And uh, I want to look simply at the three reasons given in today's reading three excuses really for not following Jesus first things first that Jesus invites everyone to follow him everyone young and old rich and poor boy or girl is invited to follow no one is not invited and that will never change the invitation never expires never runs out it's always now that said Not everyone decides to follow Jesus. So let's look at the first reason in the the text. As they were going along the road, someone said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. I think Jesus knew that the man who said to him, I will follow you wherever you go, couldn't be certain of that. He probably hadn't given it a lot of thought. How could he possibly know that he would follow Jesus anywhere? It would depend where Jesus went, wouldn't it? So if he went somewhere nice, then maybe the man would say, oh, this is nice. We must do this again sometime. This is great. I'm glad we did it. It's great we came here. But what if Jesus went somewhere not so nice Somewhere the man didn't expect Jesus to go. What if following Jesus anywhere meant mixing with the wrong crowd, making friends with enemies, forgiving those who'd hurt him, etc., etc. And in the end, to be homelessly poor and have to rely on the kindness of strangers. Maybe that kind of lifestyle would not be what the man had imagined when he signed up with a I'll follow you wherever. Maybe he imagined something better, more glamorous, a bit more comfortable at least. Was he willing to forsake it all, to live in such a way that this world would not be his home, and so not hoard possessions or build earthly empires, but instead to do as Jesus taught, to store up for himself treasures in heaven? Was he willing to follow Jesus on the road to rejection, not popularity? Homelessness, not opulence. Faith and trust, not in God's providing, rather than self-survival. Was he prepared to count the cost of following Jesus and do it anyway? Are we? And let's look at the second man. I'm sorry that all three appear to be men Did the women not have these sorts of questions? Did they just follow Jesus anyway? Without question. I suspect they did. To another he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Now this is a tough one. 
Who wouldn't do the honourable thing and take care of a family funeral? I don't think Jesus is saying one shouldn't do these things. In fact, there are plenty of other scriptures calling for such loyal devotion to family, especially to parents. But I suppose that anything that can become an excuse to avoid the hard road that Jesus trod, let the dead bury the dead, might simply mean that the kingdom that Jesus spoke about and lived out was all about life, not death. At its core is the message of resurrection from the dead, new life from old. And it's important that the message of Jesus contains that hope beyond death, that trust in the everlasting God and in the gift of eternal life. And so what about the third man? Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. And Jesus said to him, no one who puts a hand to the plough and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Again, this is not about ignoring loyalty to family or friends and neighbours back home. It's not a call to leave everyone behind, but it is a call to keep looking ahead because if the man doesn't do that, then he's going to plough a crooked furrow. I've never had the opportunity to steer a plough behind a horse when ploughing a field, but I'd love to try it. But I know from similar things, like, for example, sawing a piece of wood, that if you keep looking back where you've already cut and not pay attention to what you've still to do, then you're not going to get a good result. That's what this is all about. It's about leaving behind what's been done and pressing on to what's ahead, still to come, yet to be achieved. The new daily opportunities that following Jesus presents. To keep ploughing on a long obedience in the one direction, as Eugene Peterson put it. Yes, the man is making an excuse which seems very plausible to say farewell to those at home. And he may have been making that excuse for all sorts of reasons that we will never know. But the fact that the man says to Jesus, I will follow you, but first, suggests he's not fully committed to the idea of going with Jesus. There are other things more important to him. He's made a start, but he's got to the point where he's not sure he wants to go any further. Following Jesus is a daily, lifelong commitment which begins afresh every moment, every breath indeed, that says, yes, I'm here and I will follow. No excuses. Here I am, Lord. Use me and send me. Let us pray. Lord, let us make that our prayer. Here we are, use us and send us in following you and showing and sharing your love. In Jesus' name, amen.